Welcome to the Forever Lost Podcast, coming to you live from the Blackout Bar. Maddie, what you drinking? I'm having some peppermint tea this morning because there's a lot we're going to go through and I need to be real sharp to get all the points in. So I got the tea. What are you drinking? I got a little coffee in the Dharma Initiative coffee mug. Of course. You know, it's Sunday morning when we're recording this episode, so... We're not that crazy at drinking alcohol, even though we might might need it to get through unpacking the ending explained here episode. It's a lot, lot to talk about today. Oh yeah, well, let's get into it. You want to start us off, Dill? Yeah, so we're talking about the lost ending explained. You know, this is a hot topic. There's even recently an article from uh, The Vulture, we retweeted it on the Twitter page, you know, talking about the ending of the show, like it's still debated and talked about all these years later. You know, I think Lost being like the cultural phenomenon from the mid 2000s that people are still so invested that, you know, they're upset about the ending or talking about the ending. And it's definitely like rated out there as like one of the worst show endings. Like if you look at those kind of articles for like really popular shows that didn't end well, it's listed on that. And we're hoping uh, to explain what happened to hopefully give you a better perception on uh, the finale? Maybe change some people's minds. Maybe. You know, I, I think it'd have to have an open mind, and not everybody likes it. And, you know, I'm such a super fan that we enjoy pretty much every episode of Lost, but there's definitely things you don't like or could be improved upon. And, you know, not that uh, delusional yet to think that everything was good that they ever did. So I, at least we can help explain, because there's a lot of confusion that's usually... Like the first thing people ask me when we talk about Lost is like, weren't they dead the whole time? Or I don't get the ending. So I think this is the most relatable breakdown that we could do is try to explain the ending. So at least, you know, what would happen. I think people get upset because they think this whole time that they were just dead and that none of it mattered. But wait, I want to premise this now. They, everything that happened was real. The characters were real. They weren't dead in the plane crash the whole time. So, it you know, follow through. We're not going to ex- break it down and then at the very end say, yeah, just kidding. It was just a dream. It was just Jack uh, in the airplane dying. Nope, nope. It was real. Everything happened. Yeah, it was all Vincent's dream. The dog. <laughs> it all Vincent's That was one dream. of the wild theories. The dog would just wake up. Yeah. His eye would open and just yeah. his weird dream. He was like on sedatives or something. It was just this trippy dog dream. Right. Yeah. Always looking for Walt. Yeah. Yep. Where's Walt? Yeah. But yeah, definitely some negative reviews of the last episode. And um, we're going to get down to explaining everything that happened and kind of the general perception and just to give you the numbers here, because I know this is what everybody, the people pay to listen to this podcast for the numbers, the details. So we're going to give them to you. So coming in that first season, the first episode of Lost, the pilot episode drew about 18.6 million viewers. By the end of the series, the last episode drew 13.5 million viewers. So definitely significant drop off there. Yeah, they lost quite a lot of their fan base. Yeah, it's that's kind of the funny thing, too. You know, for the hardcore fans looking back on it, they tend to have, you know, high reviews of the last two seasons, but it, it dropped off pretty dramatically in viewership. I think the general casual fans lost interest in the show um, after they got 
Um, some people got rescued and they started getting more into time travel. Lost a few people there, just got a little too complex, you know, how they were telling the story at that point. But it's definitely lost a significant amount of viewers between episodes one and six. I think the show really peaked out in popularity probably between, you know, seasons two and three. Um, probably the end of season three is where you see the, the decline in viewership if we're just looking at it that way. Um, but yeah, we, we wanted to start by giving you an idea of how they got to season six so you can kind of know the setup for the ending, I think would help explain it. So just going to bring you up to speed as quickly as possible. I know we're going to skip a lot, but uh, for what happened leading up to the sixth season in the last episode so you can know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't supposed to be six seasons originally. They wrote the series just for seasons one through three, and then following that, they were piecing things together and making it sense at the end. So everything that happens in season one doesn't kind of tie in the best with season six because it wasn't meant to be like that originally. Yeah, I think that was part of that article I was reading that we mentioned that you know Damian Lindelof said ABC originally pitched them to write nine seasons of Lost, and they said, no way. I think they wanted to do three, and they settled on doing six seasons eventually. But in that article, I think they said they didn't know the ending like until mid-season three. They knew they were only writing to six seasons, and they outlined how it wanted to end. So they did have to do some looping back on the earlier stuff by the end because they didn't know exactly when the show was going to be ended or how long it was going to go so yeah that's part of it too they had to connect a few dots it's more after the fact connecting like oh yeah this is why there's whispers in the woods this is why there's a snow monster but you know let's let's start with what actually happened the real ending so should we start with the 70s yeah yeah okay so we're we're in the timeline at the end of season five and they're trying to detonate this bomb and Juliet she's down there and she's hacking away at this thing and she's going at it and it finally uh shines a big bright light and that's how they end that episode right that season finale season five finale Mm -hmm. great incident yeah 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 I don't know we need some alcohol to talk about that (laughs) the Juliet blowing a bomb up in her face and she's fine and I, I will say it again. We'll jump in midway through here, too, and say spoiler alert. If you haven't figured that out already, this is yeah. an episode titled The Ending of Lost Explained. So for the six of you listening out there, if you haven't figured that out, you probably got bigger problems than having the ending of Lost spoiled to you. So just going to say we're going to spoil everything from the show throughout here. We should have said, said that first. Yeah, we always Whoops. throw it in after we spoil a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You're listening to The Lost Ending Explained. <laughs> that's right that's right but so, even backing mm-hmm. up to how they got to that point you know yeah. for like blowing up the station in season five what caused the plane crash was this hatch that's on the island that's like a scientific building that's pushing a button that um like blocks or diffuses this electromagnetic energy on the island and the day that desmond didn't push the button in time that energy was released and it pulled the plane down and it crashed it on the island. So then this jump ahead to season five, they've gone through time travel. We're skipping how they got to that point, but they've traveled to the 70s. They're blowing up the station that ended up causing their plane to crash. So they're trying to 
um, revert, they're trying to travel back in time and trying to make the thing that caused their plane to crash to never happen in the first place. So that's what they're trying to alter the timeline. So that's where we're at when Juliet detonates the bomb to blow up the scientific building that releases the electromagnetic energy. You just have to go with it. Just gotta go right. with it. This is the most logical way to explain it too. We haven't even gotten to the the big picture stuff that makes less sense. Yeah. So yeah. just hold on. But yeah, this is the quickest technical way of explaining yeah. how they got here. And yeah, so season five ends. They're blowing up the hatch, and then that moment when that bomb goes off is then the season five. So the sixth season, the last season starts with a split realities. There's two realities now. There's the reality of when, if it worked, the bomb went off, they never crash. You know, Oceanic Flight 815 is going to land in LAX, no issues, it never crashes. That's one reality. Then the other split is on the island, the bomb went off, and that jumped them back to their current timeline, so they're back in the early 2000s, they're not in the 70s anymore, but it didn't work in the terms of never crashing their plane. Yep. So you're continuing the story on the island back in current timeline that's one reality the second reality is alternate they never crashed and when you start season six you don't know which one is real or if they're both real they're both fake and that's kind of point part of the point you don't know that until the end the very last episode of lost that it's all explained and it you kind of connect all the pieces but it's kind of the point is you don't know which realities which and Lost is this big mystery and suspense and trying to figure that out. So that makes sense with the way that Lost, the show, operates. It's this big mystery. You don't really know what's going on. But that all gets tied together in the end. Um, yeah. So we got two realities, you know, on the island and then this weird, like, what they call flash sideways is one of the terms because, you know, the early seasons of Lost were always flashing back to compare people's past and then eventually they do flash forwards to show the future now the last season is a sideways flash so it's alternate reality and now it's it, it's very nostalgic you know it brings everybody back to season one when they're on the plane in that stage of their life now they're like living out these this alternate reality like they have different jobs like Sawyer's not a con man he's a cop you know Ben Linus is a teacher he's not an other you know there's all sorts of these it's not exactly the same as the plane taking off in season one. It's like this alternate reality. And then they're seeing each other from the plane and all these weird connections. And they slowly like go through and start remembering what happened to them on the island. You know, like that starts with Charlie, like showing Desmond things that make him remember the island and remember Penny. And then each character step by step starts remembering their past from the island. Yeah. And that part... We, that's considered the purgatory. That part isn't real, necessarily. It's real in its own way, but in literal terms, they, are, they don't exist. That's just um, their kind of meeting place before the end, end. But what's happening on the island, that's all real. That's happening. Their characters are still going through and trying to fight this battle of good and evil. Um, and... The other part gets tied in at the last moment of of Jack when he's dying, but so what? So over there they're connecting, they're having memories, they're doing that, and then over on the island, Jack, Desmond, Hurley, and Ben 
they're trying to resolve this final battle of good and evil. Yeah, that's the, the bigger overarching theme is good versus evil. You know, good is Jacob. He's like the God figure. Evil is what they call the man in black. Also the smoke monster that's on the island. That's the evil force. Yeah, let, let's backtrack a little bit. So we started, <laughs> we went to, through the 70s to present time. Now let's go all the way back to the start of Time. The I start of time, the start of the island yeah. as we See, know it. See, isn't this easy? Yeah. How did you not get all this? What do you First mean? time watching through. <laughs> we got we got Jacob, who's a god figure, and we got the man in black, who's like a, the like a devil figure. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're we'll kind of quickly go through their storyline, but Jacob essentially is trying to protect the energy source of the island. Uh, the island is a real place, and the energy source is this ma uh, hmm, magical kind of healing power. It's important to, I don't know, the security of the world. It's like spiritual energy. Spiritual energy. Yeah, and that's kind of like the last season. One of the themes is good, you know, really philosophical with that, you know, the good versus evil, the island. You know, and it's not directly clear, like, the island is a physical place like it's always moving through time and space like it's not this physical island that's just they haven't found in the pacific somewhere you know yeah that's that's another confusing part of it too but whatever there's this energy source jacob he's protecting it because he's good mm -hmm. and then we got this devil guy the man in black who we also find out is a smoke monster um the man in black now he wants to get off this island he's like, fuck this shit. I don't want to be here. I want to cause chaos throughout the whole world. Jacob, let me go. And the energy, it's sealing him in. He can never leave. So his goal is always to go. To always And to go, he needs to kill Jacob. Because Jacob is the one killing... Er, Jacob is the one keeping him there. So that's their two goals. Protection versus leaving and their battle gets played out with the people on the island because they can't physically touch each other they can't fight each other so that's why they're using the people as pawns to have this fight which i guess we're getting we're getting back into jack and kate and their purpose for coming to the island the plane crash at the start of it yeah, they're all manipulating the survivors of Oceanic Flight 815 in this big, you know, battle versus good versus evil, which is revealed in Season 6. So that's another part of what's going on. And you have now in Season 6, you know, Locke ends up dying in Season 5, but then they bring his body back to the island in Season 6. The black smoke, the man in black, the evil, takes over his body and is using it to plot to kill Jacob, which he eventually does. And now it's him trying to escape, but he's battling Jack, who's taken over Jacob's role as the good guy, the protector of the island. So then the last flash forward to the last episode of Lost, it is Jack, the new protector of the island, fighting evil, the man in black, who's in Locke's body. So it's, it looks like Jack versus Locke, that final episode. And <laughs> I, the, the big, you know, resolve of the big mystery, the island energy is a plug. There's a drain and there's a plug in this magic cave where this energy is. <laughs> and so they bring back Desmond, 
because Desmond has experienced the electromagnetic force by blowing up the hatch already. So he's able to handle this kind of energy source. So they bring him in. They go down into this cave in the center of the island. He unplugs this drain that is holding in like the energy of the island. While this drain is unplugged, Jack can then kill the man in black in Locke's body, which he does. He kills him. But now the island's falling apart because the drain's out. You know, the energy's leaving. So now it's Jack's, like, final destiny mission to go plug it back in and, like, sacrifice his life to save mm-hmm. the island while the, everybody else gets rescued. Which is just a big metaphor for how when you plug and unplug your computer, it's it's magic. You, you, you know your computer's not working. You unplug it. You plug it back in, it works again. That's the whole... (laughs) You unplug the island, you plug it back in, and everything's all right in the world. That's right. Yeah. Not that complicated. We're doing all this explaining, but we should have said that. They unplugged it, and they plugged it back in. And it fixed all the problems. That's the first thing you say uh, when there's an issue. You're like, "Did did you unplug and plug it back in? And you know what? That's throughout their whole time, six seasons, they never did that. They never unplugged the plug and put it back in. It was the issue the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny, it's, you know, is it satisfying? It, it seems kind of odd, too, you know, this, how you're explaining it, you know, like taking out this plug and energy, and it's so big picture that it's not, you know, very reality-based, you know, from yeah. a plane crash, and, you know, but I mean, it's kind of funny, like, you know, some of the quotes from the creators, you know, like, yeah. what people are looking at, if you're going to be satisfied or not. Right, like, Dave Went- Winthoff, who's one of the producers of the show, he said, if you are watching the show for answers, you will not like the ending, which is why, you know, it seems very anticlimactic to have this. Uh, seriously, they just unplugged it and plugged it back in. That's that's it. But you don't you can't take it at face value, I guess. You got to think about the bigger picture, not just that very specific answer, like the plugging and unplugging was representative of bigger issues. Not, I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying that's that's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, that's kind of the, you know, maybe not so satisfying parts of the end. And, like, these two storylines are going on simultaneously, like this island battle, like we're talking about good versus evil, and then this alternate reality of them going back to the normal life. Their plane never crashed. And then by the end, these are, like, merging timelines, like Jack, as he's bleeding out, dying, you know, in this alternate reality, seeing, like, blood on his clothes and stuff and then it finally merges where they realize this alternate reality is not real it's just them finding each other after everything's happened and they're kind of going to connect with each other to remember and to let go as christian shepherd says you know in the last episode last scene like so the you realize by the end that the, everything on the island is real it's always been real everything that happened happened this flash sideways that was never real it's just they're in their minds in kind of finding each other in the afterlife before moving on so we get to that point you know jack unplugs it he plugs it back in you know island saved we end up having a few of the survivors get off the island you know with frank lapidus and the airplane you know richard alpert miles kate sawyer claire they get off the island jack dies on the island you know pretty cool way you know in the exact same spot where the show started where he wakes up in the jungle he dies you know he closes his eyes you know the show starts with him opening his eyes so Mm -hmm. it was a nice little touching tribute there 
and he dies then but as uh, Christian Shepherd says in the end as well um, some people don't have died long before you some people have died long after you so that alternate reality that's there's no real time there there is no now so that's why all these characters who maybe when Jack died he was uh, weren't dead yet that's why they're all there then at that general I don't know infinite time loop purgatory basically at the very end um that's where everybody is waiting to go together to go into this light together okay yeah, yeah there, there's like a few key pieces of dialogue like if you do anything you have to rewatch the last episode that last scene with christian and jack in the church together because christian pretty much explains everything that's going on in that last dialogue with jack and there's a few key pieces you know if you're confused about them being dead the whole time like that's one of the few things he says that clarifies that very well as he says you know some people died before jack some people long after jack so they couldn't have all died together at the same time in the plane crash you know because all the several characters that died before him on the island you know boone shannon uh, you know, several others, and then people who are alive when Jack dies on the island, there's, you know, Hurley, Sawyer, Kate, and then, yeah, that flash sideways in the church. The church is purgatory. You know, that's another confusing thing. The island was in purgatory. The church is, like, the middle place before everybody's moving on to the afterlife. The island just had purgatory-like experiences yeah, because ghosts. it was a testing period for Jacob to find who's going to be the next protector of the island. So they were testing the people to see if they would fall into good or bad. So, but it wasn't, at, it was a real, real Hunger Games, <laughs> real life test to see who would win th to be the protector, who would win to be the bad guy, essentially. But church was purgatory. Right. And to yeah. be fair, they do tease that throughout the show that it's like not real or like they're in some kind of, afterlife or different thing you know like they have dead people walking around yeah, the island and there's all these connections yeah. you know like echo's dead brother from nigeria's plane shows up in this island in the middle of the pacific you know all these weird connections you know and like with that soy or uh sorry saeed and hurley scene where they're sitting on the beach listening to that radio and then hurley's like we could be anywhere at any time you know and they kind of just tease that like the islands mm -hmm. lost in time somewhere right well okay I'm a, I'm a very linear person so let's just like break this down as simple as possible so we got we got Jacob and the man in black they're fighting throughout the ages of time and Jacob brings he selects people on the plane and brings the island or brings the plane to the island he appears in their life uh, at various points and he like attracts them brings them th to the island at that point desmond does not push the button the plane splits in two because of the electromagnetism and then the people are on the island everyone is going through these trials to see where they fall if they're going to redeem themselves if they're going to be good or bad um and testing to see who's going to take over the island while the man in black is trying to find people to take over their body to kill Jacob. 
so we're at that point where eventually the man in black does take over John Locke's body. Jack and him have Jack and the man in black have this big fight and Jack's not able to kill him because the plug is in the island. Yes. And then they take Desmond takes the plug out. Jack kills John Locke, who's the man in black. Jack kills the man in black, so he's gone is he gone forever? Yes. Yeah, he's gone forever. All is good in the world. They put Jack then puts a plug back in and that's when Jack uh that's when he dies. He yes. yeah. Yeah. He flashes to a <laughs> Okay, so does he flash to a different time or just to a different place? Just a different location at that point. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's in the mysterious energy source of the island. He plugs it back in. He's like crying as water's coming down on him and it gets bright. Flashes him to the location of where he first arrived on the island on the plane crash. Mm -hmm. And that's where he dies. And after he dies. Then that's where they're all, the timelines are merging and they're all in the church together. So Jack's realizing like everything that's happened to him in the past and then this is at a point in time in that church, the final scene, is at a point in time when everybody's died. It's far enough in the future. Everybody's died. They're all reconnecting with each other, remembering, because it was like their most important connections they made in life and the time they spent with these people. So they're getting together so they can remember and let go and move on into the afterlife. So that's what that final church scene is. So to yeah. clarify, they were not dead the whole time. <laughs> it, it, it's... It really, if you watch that last scene with Christian and Jack, like that details, if you pay attention to the dialogue there, it really details what's happening. And it is tough because you're watching season six for the first time and you don't know all these things until the end. And then you have to like think about it and go back and look like we've watched this, you know, several times and we're reviewing it. So we're explaining it back, but it is tough to follow for watching it through for the first time intentionally. So they don't want you to know until the end. It's, you know, a storytelling device to trying to make you think. And, you know, that's part of the bad, you know, it does have a bad perception that last season for the general audience who didn't want to think that deeply about it or maybe they didn't have that deep nostalgic connection. Yeah, it, I think that part of it is that it's so confusing for so long and then you get to this final moment and there's all these promises that everything's going to be tied together. Everything's, all the answers are going to be laid out Everything will be explained. I think that's what the perception was, at least. And then the payoff didn't seem to be what people thought it was going to be. People thought that they were dead the whole time, which isn't, to some people, may not be satisfying. Um, Or that they were just in purgatory or, you know, it's just, or if it's taken at face value that they plugged and unplugged, which I could, I you know, the first time I watched it, I definitely wasn't satisfied because you just left like what the fuck just happened need to rewatch the whole series again to kind of understand what was going on at all right there's definitely some things that aren't very satisfying about the ending of the show you know the plug i i didn't like them bringing back john locke as not john locke in the last season where he's the man in black really like that part's kind of confusing to people too it's like wait is this lock or not because then there actually is lock in the alternate reality at the same time you know handicap wheelchair 
sad ass lock. <laughs> that guy's there for alternate reality. Can't not have him in the show. Yeah, it it's confusing. I I don't know. I didn't like the whole um like the the man in black and Jacob and that whole part of the season. I didn't really like that, but I don't know. Some of the parts just got a little uh cr- cringy like when they're in the temples and the water and I don't know. It's just wasn't my favorite part of the show, but that's how they chose to end it. So yeah, temple it. temple scenes early season six suck. We can admit <laughs> that they suck. It did. It wasn't that great. But for I think people who watch the show live originally have a stronger connection and probably perceive the ending better because these there's so much nostalgia they bring back almost all major characters except for Mr. Echo, my favorite. Didn't bring him back, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm still sad about that, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah. yeah so, so like these characters, like Boone, you know, you haven't seen for six years. Like they do a lot of connections to storylines in season one as well. And I think people who binged it probably don't have as favorable of a perception of the last season. The the last episode was basically a big nostalgia feeling. You feel connected to the characters after watching them for. Was it six years? Six yeah. years because they did it every year, right? They didn't space it out more than that. So six years of being invested in these characters, and then you see them all together, and it's a, it's a bittersweet moment. You know, you see them moving on. And so a lot of people who watch the show originally or have that investment, I think, would favor it more, um, would favor it better than other people who just binged it all at once. Yeah, and I do think it's harshly criticized because people are so invested in it that it, I think it gets bad reviews. Maybe some things could have been better, didn't always make sense, but to say it's like the worst TV show ending ever, or one of them on that list, I think it's a little harsh for how people criticize it. And mo- if you listen to interviews, most of the cast, people who worked on the show, were very satisfied with the ending. You know, you can really romanticize it, like that storytelling. Like they, they did do some cool things if you look at it bringing it all together you know the nostalgia feel characters getting together at the end you you know you can i think it's hard to say they just completely lost it by the end lost it yeah you like those whoa whoa there yeah some witty witty humor (laughs) yeah yeah for sure but like they were so ambitious ambitious they had multiple time several timelines all this stuff going on all these characters bringing back characters characters who were possessing the bodies of other characters and then they managed to put that all together in a way that reasonably makes sense and also gives you that um nostalgia feeling like do i do i like everything they did no could i have gone without the temples and the that that other part of it i could have but I think I don't think it should be rated as one of the worst like endings ever. I think they did a fairly good job with it. Yeah, can you imagine if they did nine seasons? Got into oh, all this God. craziness for six seasons. Imagine three more. Three more. That I think that would be pretty pretty rough. It's kind of like Walking Dead or when they stretch a, like a series that was only meant um, for three seasons or only meant for one season, and then they stretch it out as long as possible you lose some of that content content or depth or things don't tie in the way that they were supposed to. 
So I think that maybe yeah. played a part of it where they're like, uh, yeah, what are we going to do? How is this going to make sense? Yeah, good. Eva, okay, let's let's do that. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it was a good point to end the show, six seasons. It is hard, yeah. Walking Dead's probably been stretched too far. And Game of Thrones, I think the criticism is they were they shortened it too much. Those last two seasons were rushed. So it's tough to get that perfect balance. You know, I think Breaking Bad had a good balance, like not too long, not too short. Lost, they did do a lot of episodes. I mean, those early seasons were like 23 episodes per. So it, it was a lot mm-hmm. as it was. But, yeah, I definitely don't think they needed to go longer. Yeah, they definitely didn't need to go longer. And maybe, I don't know, it, you would have to basically rewrite the last three seasons if you wanted it to end in a different way because they had all these connections and build up on the path that they were going to at the end. So I I don't think it should be rated as one of the worst in the history of TV. I don't think it deserves that bad of a rap. Maybe it could have been better. There's definitely improvements, but gotta gotta give some credit to it. Yeah, yeah I, I think we need to have somebody on the show too that's like a huge season five and six fan of the show like if you thought those were like the better two seasons because it is interesting you know the people i listen to for lost review podcasts the internet fans that are still out there talking about the show they all favorably rate seasons five and six as like some of their favorites and that's our least favorites right? we, we hate that well, maybe not hate but yeah definitely yeah. not as good and if you just look at all the numbers like the viewership went down you know probably for a reason as the later seasons went on all, all the things that are out there if you look at rankings for like best episodes best seasons that even these people are doing on the internet now like a final four bracket they did last year for the lost fans of like best episodes ranked almost all the best episodes that make it far are early season episodes and yeah. finales all the finales were good yeah do you have to give them credit for that i don't think they ever disappointed in the season finales but like how many season five and six episodes are on that best ever lost episode list not there's never any ones on there so that's what's hard for me to understand is why do like really hardcore lost fans think they're that great those lost seasons compared to the original ones i got the show popular you know the early yeah. seasons need to get someone who who likes those final seasons yeah. i could see the the time travel stuff some of it is cool like the way that they tie things together and they have a i think that does it isn't there the uh desmond episode where was that called again uh, is it constant? Yeah, the constant. The constant. Yeah. What, what season is that in? Season four. Oh, that's season. It's four. actually the anniversary of that episode airing today. Today. And, and that one wow. always wins those polls. The constant always wins is like the best episode of Lost ever, which mm-hmm. we'll debate that on our episodes. Uh, <laughs> our episodes episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. When we break down best and worst episodes, we'll get into that. And yeah, for whatever. It's a great episode, but I think people just remember that emotional ending of The Constant. But yeah, that's definitely the best-ranked Lost episode if you look online. Yeah, yeah. But I think overall, the show as a whole, like it stayed true to its roots and its themes and tied things in um, and gave everyone that kind of ending moment with the characters that they that they like grew to. Um, like relate to and know yeah if you're a real fan you'd you would have gotten emotional at that last scene church scene everybody hugging saying goodbye 
I, I do think there's a positive takeaway from the last episode. So I, both, I'd give it a favorable review. You know, d- things could have been better, could have had a few things done differently. But overall, I think uh, if you dig into it, have a better understanding of the ending, hopefully you get a better perception of it. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any concluding remarks that you want to say about the ending? No, I, I don't think we have any uh, weird little takeaways from the end. You know, I know I think Saeed trip, uh, clipped his fingernail by the end of the <laughs> series, so they, don't have to worry about that. They found one. They found one lying around the jungle. Right, yeah. yeah. Must yeah. have had one Dharma station. Yeah. Well, on that note, we'll see you in another life, brother. Yeah, see you in another life, yeah.